Archbishop Fulton J. Sheen Center for Media Evangelization in Ewing, New Jersey, welcome to Come to Me with Jim Manfredonia. Stay tuned for an hour of talk, reflections, and meditations on topics that are important to today's Catholics. And now, here's your host, Jim Manfredonia. And a very good day to you, my friends. Welcome once again to Come To Me. My name is Jim Manfredonia, and as always, it is a great joy to be here with you as we're so blessed every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday to gather here at the 4 o'clock hour Eastern Time on these domestic church media radio stations and all of our other platforms. Of course, if you are listening live at 4.01 on this November 25th, 2020, I'm also coming to you live in a video on our uh, uh, YouTube channel, youtube.com slash domestic church media. Also live video on our Facebook page. That's facebook.com slash domestic church media. And also live video on our homepage at domesticchurchmedia.org. Of course, if you have other uh, devices, audio devices, you can listen uh, on your Home speaker devices, the Amazon Echo or Google Home, just say, play domestic church media, and we'll stream live there. I hope you've downloaded our free mobile app, our free domestic church media mobile app, uh, because you can listen and watch on uh, the app. You can also uh, uh, listen to archive programs, the audio, and also the videos on there on our YouTube channel, so all kinds of ways. Uh, Boy, I can smell those pies baking. Getting ready for the big holiday tomorrow, a little bit different than in years past for most people, I guess. There are some people who are saying they're just having Thanksgiving the way they always have. And you can let the, uh, just do what you do, you know. I know there's a lot of mandated restrictions out there, but uh, just stay safe and uh, enjoy the day. Your family is the most important thing. And so, uh, you know. Whatever you're doing right now, maybe I'm your your baking companion as you get ready for the big holiday tomorrow. Uh, and then, of course, you know, because this is a little later than usual for Thanksgiving, I think, because uh, it's one month from Friday is Christmas Day already. Today's the 25th of November, so a month from today is December 25th. So, but calendar-wise, a month from Friday, four weeks from Friday, is Christmas Day already. And uh, something tells me, something tells me, Christmas Day isn't going to be much different than Thanksgiving Day with all these uh, restrictions. But we put it in God's hands. I'm happy you're here, my friends. I have a few things lined up. I was I was praying a lot today. Just uh, as most of you are frustrated, I think, with our current situation, uh, with uh, both the uh, the virus, the pandemic, the restrictions, the election. The uncertainty, the questioning, the uh, suspicions, I think, you know. I'm, I'm going to assume, and this is my assumption, that uh, the majority of those of you who listen to domestic church media voted for President Trump. I'm, I'm just imagining that because of, uh, you know, just statistically, uh, 
people who are of uh, the more conservative uh, you know, way of thinking, obviously, voted for President Trump. And to the tune of about 74 million people who are very frustrated because of all the uh, information we receive through certain uh, media outlets regarding the election, the, the, the potential of fraud, and all the, the questions that are out there. Just a lot of confusion, right? But we know that God is in charge. So we're going to first pray, and then I'll go into whatever. I feel like I said I have a few things here. I'm going back and forth on different things. It is the day before Thanksgiving. I know a lot of you are busy getting things ready for tomorrow. Uh, as I said, I can smell the pies baking. What's your favorite pie? <laughs> I always liked pecan pie and pumpkin pie, apple pie, any kind of fruit pro- fruit pie I enjoy. So hopefully I, what I smell out there is the aroma of your pies baking. But let's pray first. I'll pray for a pie. Maybe someone will send me a pie. <laughs> hey, Mo, give me a pie. Ugh. <laughs> uh, We're going to pray for our country. Speaking of the Three Stooges, let's pray for our country because there's a lot to pray for. And we're praying this prayer for the United States of America. We've been praying this prayer since July. We sent out almost 5,000 of them to various people around the country. And hopefully we're still praying this prayer. You know, the election has not been officially determined, the results. The news media have, you know, declared winners and uh, people have declared winners based on the current uh, outcome of the counts. But we know that a lot of those are being challenged uh, and a lot of those are being recounted and and some being hopefully audited, I suppose. You know, I think most people would just want to know that the results that are eventually determined are the true results. That's all. I, you know, and if, if, if the person you voted for doesn't win, and you can be sure, though, that the votes that determined that were fair and uh, legal, then you accept it. But if there's this big question about whether or not the results are true, and legally true, legally factual, uh, it's going to put an enormous strain on um, our electoral procedures, I think. But anyway, let's pray. Put it in the hands of God. You know, we've been praying this prayer to our Blessed Mother, giving her our country, placing our country into her immaculate hands, and asking her to present it to the Most Holy Trinity. So we have to trust in that. And, and right now, although... Everything seems to still be up in the air. Um, God's time is God's time. You know, I, I said before the election, and maybe some of you felt the same way, feel the same way. I, I just felt that it was going to take an enormous manifestation of divine intervention. And I think we've yet to see that. I think that's still coming. And I want to share something that's coming down as well with you, but we'll get, let's pray first. And let's thank God, my friends, for all the, the, the many abundant blessings he has bestowed on us and our families, this apostolate. And you know, there's a lot to be thankful for in spite of all the other 
things that are going on in the world, an enormous uh, amount uh, to be thankful for in our lives, in, in this country, in, in our, you know, in our, I know here at the Apostolate, in our family, I'm sure in your family. So let's begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Most Holy Trinity, our Father in heaven, who chose Mary as the fairest of your daughters, Holy Spirit, who chose Mary as your spouse, God the Son, who chose Mary as your mother, in union with Mary, we adore your majesty and acknowledge your supreme, eternal dominion and authority. Most Holy Trinity, we put the United States of America into the hands of Mary Immaculate in order that she may present the country to you. Through her, we wish to thank you for the great resources of this land and for the freedom which has been its heritage. Through the intercession of Mary, have mercy on the Catholic Church in America. Grant us peace. Have mercy on our president and on all the officers of our government. Grant us a fruitful economy born of justice and charity. Have mercy on capital and industry and labor. Protect the family life of our nation. Guard the precious gift of many religious vocations. Through the intercession of our mother, have mercy on the sick, the tempted, sinners, on all who are in need. Mary, Immaculate Virgin, our Mother, Patroness of our land, we praise you and honor you and give ourselves to you. Protect us from every harm. Pray for us that acting always according to your will and the will of your divine Son, we may live and die pleasing to God. Amen. And we'll pray the prayers to St. Michael and also the beautiful ancient prayer to Our Lady, uh, as Holy Father requested, uh, with a specific uh, intention to protect the Church from the attacks of the devil. And we've added to that intention to protect our country from the attacks of the devil. And so we pray, St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. We fly to thy protection, O Holy Mother of God. Despise not our petitions and our necessities, but deliver us always from all dangers. O glorious and blessed Virgin, amen. And we pray, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, we love you. Pray for us. Venerable Archbishop Sheen, pray for us. St. Pope John Paul II, pray for us. Our Lady of Good Remedy, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. And again, my brothers and sisters, as always, I thank you for praying together uh, on this day, uh, before the day that we come together as a nation, and give thanks to Almighty God for the many blessings he has bestowed upon us, and will continue to bestow upon us. You know, we have to trust in God. Trust, as our, our, our national motto says, in God we trust. We don't trust in princes or kings, or senators, or congressmen and women, or presidents, or Supreme Court justices. We trust in God. And 
we just have to live that way. Just have to live that way. I become, you know, and, and I've always, I've been kind of, we've been kind of reserved here. We kind of set the policy, you know, not to get political and, and as, it, as it regards the virus to, you know, just ensure that people understand that we um, encourage everyone to follow the, the, the safety guidelines, the, those guidelines that will keep you, you most safe from uh, contracting or spreading the virus because it is real. It's there. No one's den- denying that. And uh, the guidelines put forth, you know, as far as wearing masks and socially distancing and washing your hands and uh, those things, you know, to, to, to abide by them makes common sense. You know, we're into uh, cold and flu season. I, I, you know, it's for as long as I can remember, I've always had hand sanitizer in my car and I've always used it, you know, because I always feel if I get a cold or something that's going to affect my throat, I'm, I'm out of work <laughs> for a while. So I always have done for, for years what I uh, felt I needed to do, washing my hands and, and you know, being, we didn't wear masks, obviously. obviously. And, you know, I, I, some give, I give some credit to my personal immune system to take care of a lot of what it's there for. Um, but we know that this virus has uh, had a... Uh, an effect on, on not just this country, but around the world. And people have died from it. Certainly not as many as the media would want you to believe. Any death is a tragedy, of course. Um, but the emphasis, if you recall, back in the beginning, back in the spring, no matter what newscast you watched, they were flashing constantly. It was always on screen. It was never uh, just a single story. It was always there. The numbers of cases, uh, the numbers of deaths, and uh, and even now with the spikes, you know, um, to, to, to put, you know, a particular, I'm going to say, a particular spin on what's going on. But again, it is real, and uh, we certainly encourage you to follow uh, the safety guidelines that will keep you personally safe and your family safe. Where it's going from there, I'm not really sure. <laughs> I have a, I have my own thoughts on a lot of this, what's going on. But, um, you know, going way, way back to the beginning, uh, and I shared with you then back in the spring, you know, faith, not fear, prayer, not panic. That's how we live. Faith, not fear, prayer, not panic. Um, and just trust in God. Let God do what God does. You know, now speaking of letting God do what God does, uh, one week from today already, one week from today, we are going to begin our 2020 radiothon. And I was thinking earlier today, and we're preparing for it. It's going to be different for us too because uh, we normally have a building full of volunteers and activity and food and all kinds of fun stuff. We have adorers in our chapel before the Blessed Sacrament. We have Mass, etc. Sadly, because of the virus, we can't do that this year. We have to do things virtually. Of course, Bruce DeBacco and I, Cheryl, will be here in the studio. Linda, Bruce's wife, will be here in the building in prayer for a good part of that time. But that's going to be it. All of our volunteers taking your phone calls will be answering the calls remotely. We've arranged so that our our phone system will allow them to take the phone calls remotely. You'll still call the same number. You'll still, on your end, everything will be the same. 
uh, to call in and make your pledges. And uh, my brothers and sisters, I'm just going to ask you, as I've been asking you, please, please, please be generous. I was thinking about this earlier. You know, our last Radiothon, the last time we had a Radiothon was April 2019. So that's uh, almost two years ago. April 2019. That's a long time ago. And that's a long time for us to go without having a Radiothon. Because our Radiothon, each year, we have one of them. I've, 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 I've always been a, taken a hard line on that here at Domestic Church Media. It has been proposed to me on occasion over the past few years to have two of them a year. And I've always taken kind of a hard line. No, we can only have the one. Let's make it a major fundraiser. Once a year, we'll go to our family of listeners and invite them to support the work. Well, that worked. We, we were able to raise each year between 40 and 45% of our annual operating budget. But we didn't have one in the spring this year, which means 40 to 45 of our operating budget didn't come in, which means the months that followed up until the present month, we've really fallen short. So we have to have this Radiothon next week. It's three days, December 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. That's Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Uh, we're not going to preempt all the program for, for three days. We're going to, as we've always done, kind of come in and out of the regular uh, schedule of programming, come to you. There have been some very generous pledges made already for matching gifts uh, to the tune of $56,000, which means in the course of those three days, the first $56,000 raised, donated by you, will be matched dollar for dollar. So how exciting is that? $56,000 will be matched dollar for dollar beginning next Wednesday, 7 a.m. So I'm asking you, please, my brothers and sisters, especially those of you who are in the position now? I'm not a. I, I don't play the stock market. I don't have any 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 uh, any money in the game there. But um, I know some of you do, and I you know from what I re- read and heard, the stock market did pretty well yesterday. Maybe down a little bit today, but hit the thirty thousand mark. Uh, maybe you're making a little extra cash this month. And I did hear on one of the newscasts early this morning that uh, between Thanksgiving and Christmas, traditionally the stock market even goes up. Before the end of the year, I don't know if this year is going to be different with all that's going on, but um, so there are some of you who are listening and watching who God has really blessed. And if you can make one of those significant legacy gifts, you know, your financial advisor has asked you to uh, make a charitable donation before the end of the year. Um, I, I, I hope and I pray that you'll consider making domestic church media a recipient of that, and especially in the first a few hours of our Radiothon, because that gift will be matched dollar for dollar up to $56,000. So maybe your financial advisor asked you to make a $25,000 gift to charity. (laughs) Well, (laughs) if you make it here, it'll be doubled automatically if you're one of the first uh, donors. Now, those most of us, you know, can make a ten, fifteen, twenty-five hundred dollar gift. 
Yes, even those gifts will be matched dollar for dollar. So if you can make a $100 uh, donation next week during the Radiothon, it'll be matched dollar for dollar. It automatically becomes $200, all that up to $56,000. And hopefully we'll go way beyond that. You know, uh, you might recall um, a number of years ago when we, we first started our major Radiothon, we used to bring up our friends from EWTN, Tom Price and uh, Dave Vacheris, good friends of ours, good friends of the Apostolate, uh, and uh, did great work in hosting the Radiothon. Beautiful work. Uh, Dave has since left EWTN, but he's now uh, the head of a Catholic radio network out in the Midwest. Um, and I can't think of the name of the, the affiliate, but it's an EWTN affiliate. But he heads that out there. And uh, they had their, what they call, share about six weeks ago. And I think they're about our size. They have about five stations. They raised, and I'm talking maybe, I'm talking Ohio, Indiana, that part of the country. They raised $250,000. As I said yesterday, we're from Jersey in Pennsylvania. We can certainly beat that. A little friendly competition <laughs> among and between, in this case, between affiliates. It would go a long way, my brothers and sisters. Our operating budget, our annual operating budget is about $360,000 a year to operate all four stations, to pay all the bills we have, all the, the insurance costs and everything else that goes along with it. And as I said, we didn't have our radiothon in the spring, and we have desperately fallen short. So please, pray about it, how you can help us next Wednesday Thursday, Friday, December 2nd, 3rd, and 4th, Radiothon 2020. Bruce Tobacco and I and Cheryl will be here in the studio uh, just coming to you and, and, and asking you to help out. So please pray about that. I'm praying for the best Radiothon yet. Last year was our best to date. April 2019 was our last one. That's a long time ago. We raised about $166,000. That was the best Radiothon to date. I want to beat that. We do need to beat that. At least get to the $200,000 mark and hopefully get to the quarter of a million mark, $250,000, which would go a long way into 2021. Because you don't know. You know, we need, (laughs) with all that's out there, with all that's out there, all the uncertainty, you need a media outlet that you can count on to bring you truth. And, of course, the truth that we bring you, what we bring you is what you need to know in order to get home to heaven. That's why we're here. We're not here to tickle your ears to tell you what you want to hear just to make you feel good. (laughs) We're here to tell you what you need to know in order to enter the Father's house for all eternity. And as I said yesterday, I, I, I do believe that there will be people, those of you who have supported us and do support us and will support us through your donation dollar and your prayers, there will come a time when you enter in to the kingdom and there will be souls waiting for you who will thank you. And you'll say, thank me for what? I don't really know you. And you're gonna, they're going to say, ah, but I listened to Catholic radio, I listened to domestic church media, and it brought me home. It saved my life. It saved me from perdition. And I know you 
through your prayers and generosity, supported that and enabled Domestic Church Media to be on the air so that I could hear it, so that I could make it home to heaven. It all works together, my friends. We're all family. We're all members of the same mystical body. So pray about it, please, and and help us next Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, December 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. I know December 1st. Next Tuesday is Giving Tuesday, quote-unquote. Um, and I know that's a you know the start of the giving season, they say. If you were going to make a donation to Domestic Church Media on Giving Tuesday, wait till Wednesday. <laughs> make it part of the Radiothon so we can do it all at one time. And, you know, you're, when, when you donate, your donations inspire other people to give. They really, really do. They inspire others to give. And it is the season of giving. And, you know, uh, now tomorrow, of course, is Thursday, Thanksgiving. I won't be here. I'll put a repeat on. Friday, and we do this traditionally every year, uh, our Friday program from 4 to 6 will be preempted. We will not do the Friday program. But we're going to start playing our Christmas music Friday from 4 to 6 and Saturday from noon to 2. Um, And as you know, uh, we play Christmas music that sings of the true meaning of Christmas. I know a lot of the other stations have been playing Christmas music now for almost a month. But they're playing that Mariah Carey thing. Like every fifth song is Mariah Carey wailing and screaming about something, all she wants for Christmas. Uh, Grandma, you know, every other song is getting run over by a reindeer. Uh, All these these so-called Christmas songs, uh, but that's not what we play. We sing the birth of Christ, and every year we get so much wonderful feedback from you about how much you appreciate being able to have our stations on in the background playing that music that really sings of the true meaning of why we have Christmas. It's not because of what Mariah Carey wants for Christmas. It's not because of uh, grandma and her accident with the reindeer. It's not because some snowman came to life or some reindeer has a red nose. It's because Jesus Christ entered into the world, born of the Blessed Mother, to save us from sin and death. And we sing of that beautiful birth, that birth of Christ, the birth of the King. That's the music you will hear here on our domestic church media stations. And you know, as I share with our our listeners every Radiothon, we can do that, but we have to pay. We have to pay the music license companies in order to play music on these stations. And it's not cheap. So, you know, these are costs that people aren't even aware that we have, but we do have them. So Friday, 4 o'clock, instead of Friday Live, we're going to bring you Two hours of Christmas music. So maybe you're going to begin your Christmas shopping. Probably not a lot of people going out to the malls these days. I don't know. It is Black Friday, right? I don't know. I don't know, I don't know how that works anymore. Um, a lot more online shopping. You can be sitting in your easy chair online doing your shopping with our Christmas music on in the background. The music that sings of the birth of Jesus. And that's what you'll get here. And that's going to continue throughout Advent and Christmas. And one of the great things we do here, and thanks be to God we're able to do it, is um, when all the other stations shut down their Christmas music on Christmas night, you know, mark my word, they do it every year. They play music, they start playing music at Halloween, 
you know, all the secular stuff. They're walking in their winter wonderland and ringing their, ringing their jingle bells and everything else. December 25th, 7, 8, 9 o'clock at night, they stop the, that music and they go back to their other stuff. We're just kicking in <laughs> because every day within the octave of Christmas is a Christmas day. And so we play music 24-7 during those Christmas days. Just like the old days. Just like the old days where we would celebrate Christmas from the 25th of December through New Year's Day. I remember that vividly when I was a child. Every day was a celebration. Every day the kids would be over each other's houses playing with toys. We'd have guests and visitors and all kinds of treats. And it was just a one big, long, eight-day celebration of Christmas, and that's what we want to encourage here. That's what we need. That's what the world is missing. The world started Christmas on uh, October 31st, and and they're going to end it on December 25th. They're on a wacky calendar. We bring you Christmas as Christmas should be celebrated. So we're going to start that music this Friday, little by little, gradually through Advent, leading up more and more every day. And then uh, starting on Christmas Eve, December 24th, right through January 1st, you're going to hear a lot of Christmas music and the music that really, really speaks of and sings of the true meaning of the season. That's just one little part of what domestic church media does for you and for our listeners. And I tell you, my friends, I am, I am totally honored and humbled by the opportunity as main steward over this apostolate to be able to bring that to you. But again, as we uh, have to leave you in a couple of seconds for our first hour break, but um, I, I, that's why I come to you in, in a very, very uh, special way today, on this day before Thanksgiving, to thank God for you and give you an opportunity to thank God for Domestic Church Media by participating in our Radiothon next week. Take a break. When I come back, uh, other stuff I didn't get. I, I kind of went on this. I'm sorry. I wanted to get to other things. But anyway, the Holy Spirit always takes over. Don't go away. More to come on Come to Me. Hello, brothers and sisters. This is Sister Ann Shields speaking to you from Food for the Journey, a program that is heard on domestic church radio Monday through Friday at 6.30 a.m. I want to encourage you to listen to that program, not because I'm doing it, but because I speak of the scripture readings for the day, and the Word of God is what gives us life. Brothers and sisters, today we need life. Hi, I'm Cheryl. And I'm Jim. And we invite you to join us every Friday at 4 p.m. for Friday Live. Two hours of talk, music, interesting, and informative interviews. We'll also have a reflection on Sunday's gospel, 
Jim Hoffman's weekend weather forecast, and you'll have a chance to call in and play one of our fun game shows like Saint of the Day or Name That Catholic Tune. It all happens right here Friday at 4 p.m. That's Friday Live, proclaiming the joy of the gospel, communicating hope on these domestic church media stations. Sixty seconds with Mother Angelica. You know, on many of you who have not been to confession for years, I'll make a bet that's on nothing. You're ashamed. There's nothing you could tell a priest he hasn't heard before. You don't want him to know who you are. Go to another city. Go to another state. Who's gonna know who you are? God knows who you are. So all of these things that we're so afraid of. People's opinion, it doesn't mean anything. You know what our dear Lord said about other people's opinion? The opinion of men mean nothing to me. I always wondered how the liberals are going to interpret that inclusive language. <laughs> they wouldn't dare say the opinion of women don't mean anything to me. It must be the opinions of people. Whatever it is, opinion made nothing to him. Why? The people you know and trust are on EWTN. Want to work a virtual miracle for your church or charity? Here's something so brilliant yet so simple and meaningful, you have to check it out. It's an internet site called GoodShop.com. GoodShop.com has created a way that lets you support any charity of your choice, and it costs you nothing. The good news is 700 of the largest internet retailers, stores you already visit online, have teamed up with GoodShop.com to give back a percentage of every purchase you make to your favorite cause. Before you buy anything online, Go to GoodShop.com, select the charity you care about most, and then click over to your favorite store. Shop as you normally would, pay nothing extra, and a donation will be made to your favorite charity. It's that easy. Visit GoodShop.com today and designate Domestic Church Media as your favorite charity, and a portion of your Internet purchase will be donated to Domestic Church Media and enable us to continue to bring you outstanding Catholic radio. That's GoodShop.com, and designate Domestic Church Media as your favorite charity. GoodShop.com. From Titusville to Tom's River. Bluebell to Barnegat. Rumson to Roebling. Washington Crossing to West Long Branch. Farmingdale to Flemington. Spring Lake to Stockton. Proclaiming the joy of the gospel on Domestic Church Catholic Radio. Well, welcome back, my friends, on this November 25th, 2020, the day before Thanksgiving. I pray you're having a blessed, happy, holy, safe day. Maybe some of you are getting ready for tomorrow. Maybe you'll be hosting those big gatherings. <laughs> 25, 30 people have them over there. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not making fun of it, but I just think we're adults. And we're free. And we have, you know, choices to make. I don't know. Uh, send me a pie. Hey, Mo, send me a pie. <laughs> I don't know. I don't really have, Cheryl and I really have no plans for tomorrow. <laughs> Everybody's splintered off into different directions tomorrow. 
a little bit weird. Anyway, uh, there's something coming up. I, I just saw this today. And it's called the Jericho March. The Jericho March calling all patriots and people of faith to the church's Jericho moment to save the republic. Now, this is not a, a, um, a Catholic group. Um, patriots, I'm just going to read you from their press release I got today. Patriots, people of faith, and all who want to take back America are joining prayer marches across the nation in efforts to shed light on the corruption of the 2020 presidential election and for election integrity and reform. There's a website, jerichomarch.org, jerichomarch.org. The Jericho March calls upon people of faith to pray, fast, and peacefully protest in the service of God, in defense of life, liberty, and justice. Jericho March is comprised of Judeo-Christians collectively praying for God to intercede, expose darkness, and bring about justice. Believers take their petitions to heaven knowing that God answers prayers and can move mountains. You see, I think this is something that's we don't often think about, but we should. I know, you know, if you go back to the Second Vatican Council, their decree on ecumenism, and we know that and believe that the Catholic Church is the one true church founded by Jesus Christ. We can go back pope by pope to Peter, Peter to Jesus. We can do that. We believe that. Every other Christian denomination denominated from the one true church at one point or another or from another denomination. But the Catholic Church can trace our origins back to Christ himself. Okay, which is, and I'm, not, I'm not saying that to eliminate and, and uh, um, um, disregard the other Christian denominations or other uh, God-fearing sects. What I'm thinking is, you know, there is enormous power. But first of all, when we talk about our other Christian denominations, again, I always say this to remind people, the Catholic Church is not a Christian denomination because we didn't denominate from anything. That's important to remember. But there are other Christian denominations, and they can go back, their roots, you know, their origins go back to a man or a woman in some cases, I guess. But ours go right back to Jesus himself. That being said, we have much more in common with the basic Christian denominations than not. There are certain aspects of the faith that, that clash and that they don't agree with or vice versa, and that's, that's why they denominated. But if we all believe Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior, he's the, he's the Son of God, He's the savior of the world. And imagine coming together with our even our Jewish brothers and sisters who 
are our cousins in, 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 in you know, in effect. <laughs> we all come together and join in prayer. That's what this Jericho March is doing. Calling upon people of faith to come together to pray, fast, peacefully protest in the service of God, in the, the defense of life, liberty, and justice, comprised of Judeo-Christians collectively praying for God to intercede. The Jericho March, this is interesting now, the Jericho March is biblically focused on Joshua 6. Jericho was a city of false gods and corruption. <laughs> Just as Joshua was instructed to march around the walls of Jericho seven times, Jericho marchers pray, fast, and march at a specific place and time until darkness is exposed and the walls of corruption fall down. I love this idea. The first Jericho march is the election Jericho march, calling for election integrity, transparency, and reform to preserve free and fair elections in America for this generation and generations to come, free from any corruption or interference both foreign and domestic. And that's all we want. Look, if the, if the person we voted for doesn't get elected, but we know that the election was free from corruption or interference, foreign or domestic, we accept that. Since November 5th, and this is from the, uh, the press release I'm reading from Jericho March. This is their press release, their, their words. Since November 5th this year, patriots and people of faith have gone every day at noon, local time, and circled their Capitol buildings seven times in peaceful prayer and protest. I didn't know that. Did you know that? I didn't know that. The Jericho March has already engaged over 700,000 concerned people, and they will continue circling their Capitol buildings in all 50 states daily at noon, with a special emphasis on the swing states of Arizona, Georgia, Michigan, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, until December 14th when the Electoral College votes in Washington. I wasn't aware of this. Um, <clears throat> again, there's a website, jerichomarch.org, jerichomarch.org. So every day at noon, there are people circling the Capitol buildings in prayer, peacefully protesting and praying, circling, just like Joshua seven times around the city of Jericho. And in this case, to pray that the walls of corruption fall. Now, I, I did see, and I didn't get a chance to read it, that uh, President Trump's legal team was um, before the Pennsylvania State Legislature today, I think is what I read, I hope there are Jericho marchers outside that building today, circling it in prayer. All we want is truth and integrity. This isn't a political statement. I'm just saying as an American, I want to be sure that our elections, which are the, the foundation of our democracy, are fair and honest. That's all. No matter who's running and who wins or loses. If it's a fair, honest election, free of corruption, that's all we want, right? This isn't political. This is just a, a statement of an American citizen. Um, let's see. So they're going to have uh, these marches until December 14th. 
which is when the Electoral College meets to vote. The Jericho March is a unified celebration of authentic and diverse Judeo-Christian forms of worship, including prayer, preaching, singing, rosary recitations, Eucharistic processions. Didn't they march around Jericho with the Ark of the Covenant? We should be marching around these, these Capitol buildings with the Blessed Sacrament, right? Again, just as the, the march states, to bring down the walls of corruption and dishonesty. That's what we want. And they're actually going to blow the shofars. Individuals and groups involved in the Jericho March are self-led. Um, the election Jericho March also calls all patriots and people of faith to contact local, state, and national officials, local, state, national officials, and demand full audits that they uh, that any and all fraudulent and Ill- illegal activities are exposed and that only legal votes are counted to reveal the true will of the American people in this and future elections. Again, this is not political. This is just basically restating what our Constitution requires. The election Jericho march will culminate. This is, now, this is something I find very interesting. The election Jericho march. Now, remember now, the Electoral College is meeting on December 14th. Well... The election Jericho March is going to culminate in a massive national peaceful prayer rally in Washington, D.C. on December 12th. Now, we know that's the Feast of Our Lady of Guadalupe. She's the patroness of the Americas. I'm sure the Jericho March, the uh, I'm, I'm suspecting that the organizers, original individuals who, who put this together, I'm going to think they're Catholic, but I, I, I can't guarantee that. Maybe I'll find out later on in the press release. Oh, yeah, I will. I just, I'm just reading it here so I know you can tell. But anyway, December 12th, the election Jericho March will culminate in a massive national peaceful prayer rally. Okay, keys there. National peaceful, okay, peaceful rally, prayer rally protest in Washington, D.C. on December 12th, and they're calling it this. I love this. Let the church roar. (laughs) Let the church roar, where attendees will send a very clear message to national and state leaders as they hear patriots and people of faith roar in support of election integrity, transparency, and reform. The prayer rally will also feature national faith leaders worship leaders, and others. So December 12th, two days before the Electoral College meets, there's going to be this massive national peaceful prayer rally protest in Washington called Let the Church Roar. Let the Church Roar. The Jericho March ministry was born of a a vision that uh, an evangelical and Catholic received independently of each other to prayerfully protest and call on government officials to cast light on voter fraud, corruption, and suppression of the will of the American people in this election. Uh, so it was, it was founded by both evangelical and Catholic individuals who got the same message. Hey, listen, same Holy Spirit, right? <laughs> same Holy Spirit 
placing on the hearts of these two individuals, uh, Rob Weaver and Arena Grosu are their names. Um, and this is the, from their press release. Just as the Israelites circled the walls of Jericho until the walls fell, so we use peaceful means of protest until truth, transparency, and justice prevail. What's at stake is the future of free and fair elections in our republic. We seek true election reform to protect our American freedoms and the integrity of our election process. We believe that God has blessed America and will continue to bless her if our people remain faithful to God's call to holiness and repentance. Again, this is from the Jericho March um, press release. It's time for the people of God to activate in unprecedented ways. We've stayed silent for too long, but now the church is rising up. Our God is mightier than any earthly power, and he can restore truth and justice. This is also God's call to unity in our church. We are, we are diverse in our Judeo-Christian beliefs and expressions, yet we come as one with childlike faith and trust in authentic worship of the one true God. So, December 12th, I don't know what day of the week that is this year. I'll look it up real quick. December 12th is a Saturday. Perfecto. Perfect. Perfect. Because the Electoral College meets that Monday. So, December 12th, Saturday, the Jericho March, massive, prayerful, peaceful rally in Washington calling upon our Almighty God to bring down the walls of corruption and injustice, deception, coming together, as the, the uh, press release says, with childlike faith and trust. It says, first, Jericho marchers bring their petitions before the courts of heaven, which throughout the Bible exist to plead the case of the faithful and to seek justice before God the Father. Second, Jericho marchers pray that the members of the earthly U.S. Supreme Court will judge with truth and justice. Third, through God's acting power and the faithful's public witness of prayers and fasting, Jericho marchers hope also to affect the court of public opinion. Again, there's a website, jerichomarch.org. They're also on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Parlor, and Trumpet. Never heard of Trumpet, but they're there. So the power of the people in prayer. You know, I think we all look at what is going on, and I don't know the truth. I don't know what the truth is. I have a lot of, as many of you have, again, personal opinions, a lot of suspicions about the way things are turning out. A lot of suspicions about what happened on election night. All of a sudden, certain states stopped counting their votes, and the next day, all of a sudden, there, uh, the, the results had flip-flopped. You hear a lot of reports from uh, the legal team representing President Trump with concerns about so many of the ways 
these uh, election results were obtained, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You know the stories. All we want is truth. But you know, <laughs> these days, who knows what truth is? It, it used to be we could count on the mainstream media to just give us the truth. Just be a journalist and give us truth. Just report the story. I don't want your opinion. I just just want, want you to report the story as it really happened, without your opinion, without your little asides and, and editorial comments. Used to be newscasts would have a certain segment where they would make it. This is an editorial. Remember? And they'd come on and give their editorial. Okay, so you knew where they stood, but it wouldn't affect the basic news stories they were they were broadcasting earlier in the in the, in the program. They'd have a separate editorial segment where they would tell their opinion. But I think this is marvelous. I think that people of faith, Judeo of Judeo Christian principles and beliefs, coming together as one en masse in Washington, D.C., on the Feast of Our Lady of Guadalupe, the patroness of the Americas, in prayer and peaceful protest. Featuring national faith leaders, worship leaders, let the church roar. I wouldn't be surprised if we can just keep promoting this and getting thousands and thousands and thousands of brothers and sisters down there that they will literally hear a roar from heaven as they come together to beg Almighty God to intervene, to just shed his light on truth. You know, to shed his light on the darkness that exists so that truth can shine forth. We, we, we have to believe that this this can and is and would be the result of prayer and faith. Faith will move mountains, our Lord said. And using the example of, of uh, Joshua and the city of Jericho and bringing down the walls, circling seven times in prayer, and the walls come tumbling down. And we want to see those walls of corruption and deception and lies and thievery come crashing down so that those who are the perpetrators of those lies and deceptions will be so perplexed they won't know what hit them because they don't know truth. They don't know truth. Coming together as people of faith in our Judeo-Christian traditions, believing in the one true God, calling upon the Almighty God and his power to overcome as he can. He's God. All this confusion and deception, which is the work of Satan. There's one thing I think most of us can observe over the past number of weeks, if not longer, is there is a great evidence of the handiwork of Satan in all of this. 
in all the confusion, in all the suspicions, in all the deceptions. It, it's, it's, it's perfect Satan. It's his perfect way. And now, again, jerichomarch.org. Check out the website. All the information is there. Encourage people of faith to get down there Saturday, December 12th in Washington, the Feast of Our Lady of Guadalupe. Everybody come together in prayer and faith and bring down those walls of corruption and watch God's light shine forth. And as I said, I, I, I believed, I said this before the election, and I have no insight whatsoever that we are going to see a manifestation of divine intervention of the most extraordinary kind. And maybe this is it. Maybe that's the day, December 12th. We've been praying to our Blessed Mother to intercede for us. It all comes together. It's no accident. It's no coincidence. So let's keep praying. Let's keep praying to Our Lady. Keep praying for truth to prevail. Keep praying for corruption to be exposed. That's all we want. That's all we want. Free and fair elections, the basic foundation of our democracy. My brothers and sisters, I'm going to head on out of here, but I want to again thank you for being a part of my day. I do wish you a very blessed, happy, holy Thanksgiving. Let's give thanks to God for this country. I thank God for you, our family of listeners and viewers and supporters and benefactors. We can't do any of this without you. Uh, I'll put a repeat on tomorrow while I'm eating my turkey. Uh, Friday, music. Christmas is here, 4 o'clock. Uh, I'll be back again, God willing, on Tuesday. And, of course, our Radiothon next week, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. God bless you all. My name is Jim Manfredonia. Thanks for listening, and God love you. <laughs>